sense, right? Welcome to another edition of the Knife Party Podcast. This is not going to be a review, and I felt the need to talk about this because it just happened on my lunch break, and it really, really sucks. But we have lost Wyndham Rotunda, a.k.a. Bray Wyatt, today. Uh, it is August the 24th of 2023, so this is going to be a bonus episode. Obviously, I'm, we're still going to release stuff and still recording today, but <clears throat> I didn't want to dedicate an episode to him and then have it come out three months later. That seemed wrong, but, uh, you know. Anyway, let me introduce my guest, but just before we do that, let's all say a prayer for Bray. So how are you guys doing? By the way, isn't that the most appropriate song when the chorus starts, Cry For Me Brother? Yeah. That was <laughs> Love one another. Kind of fucking dark. Dark as fuck. Kind of hit the point there. Yeah, so, no, a little fucked up. So let's just kind of talk about why he's so beloved, and then we'll talk about my theories on what was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so Bray Wyatt started out in NXT, and, he, and uh, do you remember the Nexus? Oh, that was a while ago. Right? So he was actually in the Nexus. He was Husky Harris, believe it or not. I don't even remember the name. I barely remember Nexus. So, um, like I said, he was a third-generation wrestler. Was uh, Randy Orton in Nexus? Uh, no. No, 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 no. Randy Orton was in Evolution. Evolution. Okay. Which was a much better faction. So uh, Nexus was everyone in NXT before it was called NXT, and uh, it was their development deal. Anyway, uh, that matters not. So, Vince, after seeing him, because Triple H's like, this kid, he's got talent, I'll take him under my wing, this hunter, uh. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's not a great hunter, but there you go. So then, um, after, you know, after that, Vince Solomon goes like, God damn it, he's a disgusting fat body. Maybe I should crank call the Hoodcast AF with this voice. <laughs> so then he said to him, you're fired. And Husky goes back into developmental. And then um, Dusty Rhodes meets uh, Bray Wyatt, or let's call him by his real name, William Rotunda. Or sorry, Wyndham Rotunda, my bad. And uh, he goes, you know, you know, you got a lot of potential. And I knew your uncle and your dad and your granddad. That's my Dusty. So, so um, do you guys remember IRS? He teamed up with the Million Dollar Man. He wore a suit. I yeah. remember the Million Dollar Man. Okay, so yeah. his partner was IRS. That was actually uh, Wyndham's dad. And oh. also his brother is Bo Dallas. Who, okay. by the way, the same day today Holy. signed up for AEW. The same fucking day. Oh, wow. So here goes my thoughts on that. Uh, Uncle Howdy is Bo Dallas. I don't know if you guys knew that. Uncle hmm. Howdy. Uncle Howdy, remember the guy? Uh, so you haven't watched wrestling in a minute. 
when Bray returned, there was a character following him as Shadow. His name was Uncle Howdy, and it was kind of supposed to be like the evil that always is following him. Mm-hmm. So they had a work shoot where Bray was actually going through some shit after uh, the death of, of Luke Harper. Um, fuck, what was his name? Brody. Oh, man, I'm sorry, dude. I apologize. I only know Luke, uh, Luke Harper. Yeah, I only... Uh, he, Brody's... Oh, man, people are yelling at their podcast players right now. Um, anyway... So, yes, uh, you know, when he died, they really went through it because they came up together. They were like brothers. And uh, and Brody went over to, um, again, AEW, which is weird, and then passed away shortly after. He started the Dark Order. Now, the Dark Order was kind of a spinoff of the Wyatt family. So when Bray comes back, well, Dusty shows him everything, even how to hold the lantern a certain way and how to walk and just dissected him as a wrestler and put him back together. And made him more methodical and do what I like to call in wrestling bursting. So hmm. bursting is like what Undertaker used to do. Move slow and methodical and then all of a sudden, boom. Yep. Okay. And then go back to slow and then boom. And then it makes the match better than if you just have a super kick flip fest where everyone's doing high spots. I'm looking at you, young bucks. You're good, but relax. Tranquilo. <laughs> Tranquilo, my friend. So, friends. Um, yeah. So, anyway, there's that. He gets called up to the WWE and instantaneously becomes a number one guy feuding with uh, the likes of like John Cena. Remember when he came out with like the uh, hundred children and they're all going, he's got the whole yes, world that was excellent. in his hands. Super he's got creepy. the whole world. I might have to uh, end with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, um, and and also too because you know nothing of of like what's going on in mo- and well this isn't modern anymore this was like tw- dad Bray Wyatt died Bray Wyatt Bray Wyatt uh, the wrestler the there fiend was, there was one the other day that died that I was thinking it was the guy that was one of the announcers no more importantly this dude he died at thirty six his dad was IRS. And his oh. uh, grandfather was Rotenda. I forgot his fucking first Did name. Did he get a COVID shot? I, n- no, no. He, we'll talk about it later. You're not even on mic. I just had to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to tell you I had to die. He just died, too. One of, the, one of the older wrestlers. I think he was one of the announcer guys, one of the sidekicks mm. that wrestled years well, ago. Well, he didn't make the news. Bray Wyatt did. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks, I Eli. I that one yet. Yeah, well, there you go. Breaking uh, news. Let's see. <laughs> Bray Wyatt on Frank Zappa's band. No, Bray Wyatt. Okay. I yeah, Bray. No, it was... I, I knew Bray Wyatt from the time when he was coming out with the lantern, the trilby hat, the Sorry, wife girl. beater at Aloha shirt, and the white pants. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, like, was it like... Miami Vice? No, it was a weird thing. No, actually, his character was uh, based on um, creepy swamp people. uh, No, no, no. uh, Waylon Mercy, who was kind of a take on Cape Fear. Oh, okay. So that kind of like Louisiana Gothic is is what Bray called it, but a lot of people just called it like creepy swamp people, Florida murderer guy, kind of like (laughs) nice. Yeah, so that was his gimmick for the long. Let me set this to fucking airplane mode, man. I'm sorry. I loved his entrance then. Yeah. Everyone else, you know, when they had the uh, the entrance we're around that time, right now. they were all Thank like you. really, really loud, really fast. It was always some kind of you know power metal or something. Just, oh, sick. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, everything was big, flashy, and his was slow, quiet. Yes. 
everything went dark. He stood out, and I really like that about exactly. Him. And the other thing, to, and the reason why he wore white and he dressed in those colors is he said, "Real monsters don't." And this is kind of a shot to like Undertaker and Kane. He goes, "The scariest people are the ones you see in daylight, yeah. the ones that don't look like, you know, but then you do." And um, but he was a, immediately unlike uh, Undertaker, where people like were kind of scared of him, you know, uh, right from the get. He was so charming and so good on the mic. Like, you could hear Bray Wyatt talk for hours about, like, a pizza menu, you know? <laughs> like He, he go, falls into that category of wrestler. Like, like, yeah, yeah, he could be like, hey, man, you getting anchovies on your pizza? I don't like anchovies. Yeah. But I'll tell you one thing. Anchovies need love, too. And that's why, John Cena, I'm coming for you. Any that's anchovies? really good. Oh, <laughs> God damn it, that's good. But no, he was really good at those monologues that mm. would play on the Titanatron while the other guy stood in the ring Dude, like a jackass. even the Firefly Funhouse. God damn the fire. We're so glad that we're all friends. And this is a friendship that will never, ever end. Do you guys remember that? No. No? Okay. I, I know him from like that did era. I did, once he became the demon, I didn't know him. But... Oh well, the fiend was great. Yeah, I li really like the fiend. I saw the fiend live twice, and I'm telling you, man. Even though I was like, I had pretty good seats, but dude, the crowd had a reaction to Bray like no one else in a long time. Like you showed me some of his stuff, dude. from as the as the fiend, and yeah, he still had it. Well, every, every ever since he came in. And the fireflies came out. The fireflies where everyone would take their cell phone, turn on the light, and they'd wave it back and forth. And it looked like the whole, and, and they'd black out all the lights. Mm -hmm. So the whole arena was being lit by cell phones doing this. And they called it, like he called his fans the fireflies. That's pretty sick, actually. Dude, that's, he that's was dope. full of great ideas. In fact, one of the reasons why he originally left is because him and Vince had issues. Vince said, you need to lose weight if you ever want to be champion. But he's just a big guy. He's like yeah. built. Like, mm -hmm. He you know, built different. Yeah, he's just built different. So uh, then um, he had all these creative ideas, and they never got through. So then he got released, and then he started. He was actually in a movie development deal. Not officially, but it was one of those things where, you know, if you... Okay, say you do a show, a TV show, or you're on a movie, right? Right. You have to sign an NDA. Yeah. Okay, so what that means is... They might pull the trigger, they might not, but meanwhile, you cannot talk about this and you cannot be in any other project until we pull the trigger, yes or right. no. So after that, he had some health issues, mental health issues because of Brody, but there might have something been else going on. Now, he only had one match since his return, and it was garbage. I want to erase from my memory because when you hear it, you're going to hate it. The Mountain Dew Code Black match. That happened with LA Knight. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds awful. If it's the Mountain Dew match. But I am removing maybe that. Maybe it was the Baja Blast match. I'd be for it, you know? Yeah, I'm with you. Or the Code Red. Yeah, the Code Red the Code match. Red is, dude, that's like crack. But yeah. You know, if it wasn't for Mountain Dew Code Red, I never would have beat Resident Evil uh, in a day. <laughs> uh, two, that is. Okay, so, but here is his last appearance right before that. We're going to work backwards, okay? So this is right before that match. This was his returning. And you could see on his face, I think... That he knew something was up. So that's what I mean about the fireflies. All right, here we go, everybody. Yeah. Send it. Look at how beloved he is, though. He just came out. He doesn't even wrestle or anything. He just comes out and people are like... I saw this. I, yeah. He actually gets emotional. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> 
Thank you. I, I, don't, I don't know if y'all can read this on me, but I, I am I'm incredibly grateful. And I'm really, really nervous to be here, but I never thought of this would happen. <laughs> he is not in character. That's him. Yep. And this, this, this right here, this is just me, okay? You know, this is a, a version of me that I'm, I've never got to introduce to you guys before. This is just me being me, genuine me for the first time. <laughs> and, uh, anyway, they cut that, unfortunately, um, because... After that, it goes into shenanigans with, like, you know, everybody, you know, like, coming out. But uh, to sum it up, after that, and I'm embarrassed that I didn't find the right clip, but it does go into wrestling shenanigans right after yeah. that, so it doesn't really matter. But he says, you know, I, I had to take a break. Um, you know, I lost a lot of good people. And then someone goes, we love you, Brain. He goes, I love you, too. <laughs> and he says yeah. it's so funny. But, dude, just that reaction, like, tells you how good of a uh, of a like how beloved he was right and when he was supposed to be the bad guy people would fucking cheer him yes <laughs> that's another reason why vince didn't like him he's like we need but everyone knows if you get a heel over like the undertaker or like kane they're eventually going to get cheered or jake yeah. the snake yeah that's why jake the snake never had the world title is vince was punishing him because he would wrestle hulk hogan and people would like jake yeah uh, I know, used to root for Jake over Hulk Hogan. I fucking rooted 100%. for Jake. Yeah. So, I actually had the Jake the Snake, you know, action figure. So did I. Oh, I had the Jake the Snake fucking doll thing back in the day. Oh, the wrestling oh. buddy? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember oh, those. I forgot about those. Wow. You forgot yeah. about the wrestling buddy? So anyway, um, in this era, we only got a feud for LA Knight, and it was only one match and a couple of interviews. And was it good? No. Was it... Uh, but on the mic, it was mainly on the mic. So it was good until, you know... They got in the ring, and then it was a clusterfuck, and Bray looked out of shape. He looked really, really out of shape, and uh, he got winded really easily, and just a few years before, in 2001, we saw him as The Fiend, and The Fiend had cardio like you wouldn't believe. He yeah. was more in shape when he was The Dude, Fiend. Dude, I saw him get hit with a legit, not a fake, a legit fucking toolbox by Seth Rollins, and then, like, when all the tools were poured over him and he got hit by a chair and shit, dude, and then that looks scary as fuck. They stopped the match. And then after, he just got right up and, like, gave him the mantle claw. It was dope. <laughs> and you could tell when the weapons are rubber and when they're not. Oh, yeah. These did not look rubber. And, uh, yeah, that, I saw that live. That was no mercy. That's when the fans turned their back on Seth Rollins. We had a double turn. And that r really is rare when there's a double turn. And uh, he got them over as the fiend, who is like one of the coolest like bad guys ever. He he made Kane look like beatable, like yeah. original Kane. The yeah, fiend yeah, yeah. was like big red machine Kane. Yeah, the fiend was like like in a video game he'd be ranked ninety nine, right? Like <laughs> like and until Goldberg refused. Uh, Goldberg refused to lose to him, and then that kind of ruined both their careers, and that's when he went away, which I could totally understand. And oh, then okay. he got jobbed out, where Roman Reigns speared him at WrestleMania and said, "You're not, uh, you're not a monster. You're just a freak with a mask." And then after that, he went away, obviously, because he was pissed. You know, he's like, "What the fuck, man? I like, I'm the number one seller of merchandise." People wear my shit more than anything else. Look at WWE shop. Look at when I come out. Why won't you fucking lay off, dude? Yeah. And I think it's also resentment because he's a third generation wrestler, so his sins of the father and sins of the grandfather kind of carried over. Oh. Wait, isn't 
isn't Roman Reigns like third generation too? Uh, Roman Reigns isn't third generation. Roman Reigns is in a family fourth gen. Actually, no way. I think he's second generation. His dad's a wild Samoans, if I'm not wrong. But the Anawahi family are just they're fucking everywhere. It's hard to keep track. Yeah. There's an Anawahi family tree, and it's like The Rock's in it, Yokozuna's in it, Umaga's in it, Rikishi's in it, Usos are in it. Oh, wow. Yeah, like uh, that family, if your last name is Anawahi and you want a job in wrestling, done. Yeah. You're in. Because they're, they're, they're like, there's no other wrestlers I could think. Randy Orton's the third generation. Yep. Uh, Cowboy Bob Orton started with him. And then, uh, and I've actually seen Cowboys matches. He was actually the one who invented the superplex. Really? The top rope suplex, yeah. Yeah, okay. What about Stardust? He, yeah, well, him too. But Stardust is also, well, Goldust, um, they're only second generation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, at least I think so. Wasn't Arn Anderson? Wow, if you type in while too? anything Barry Wyatt related, it comes right up right now. So, uh, like, yeah, we'll uh, we'll just watch like one of the recent ones just to show his progression and like how fucking charming and like shitty it is that we lost him. Uh, let's see, how about oh, the first one? Welcome to Braze. Here we are. Everyone in the order. That's an ad. We're not going to watch this ad. We're going to talk blah, through blah, it. Blah 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 blah. Here we, we don't go. sponsor us. We know play yeah, you. Kiwi's Playhouse. Oops, sorry. I just got excited. <laughs> Did you miss me? So, how I have missed you. But I knew that we would be back together again someday. I saw it in my dreams. This is the Firefly Funhouse. And my name is Bray Wyatt. Yowie wowie, we're gonna have so much fun here. This, this is my special place. And all my fireflies can feel safe here. And I cannot wait to show you all what I've learned. Oh, and I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I met along the way. Shit is that? Mercy the Buzzard. Yeah, I'm Mercy the Buzzard. He's based off William Mercy. That's Sister Abigail. You are going to love them. Now, I used to be a very bad man. Okay. I deserve that. But trust me, I have been barbarically punished for all of my wrongdoings. And that part of me is dead now. That is actually However, a shot at Vince. I yeah. do keep a reminder so that not even in my weakest moments will I ever turn into that pathetic slob loser ever again. See? <laughs> oh.
by the way, oh, weird. Cutting an effigy of yourself. Well, that's because he really, like, had a dude. He had some fucking weird emotional problems, and he went through like one of the worst divorces ever. And remember, fireflies, I'll always light the way, and all you have to do is let me in. <laughs> so. I'm basically showing you guys the faces of, of uh, uh, Mr. Wyatt, Mr. Uh, Rotunda. He, at, he at, was always good, though. Dude, he was great. Even in something as weird as that. <laughs> like, when it comes to wrestlers for me, there are three categories. There are the athletes, you know, the guys who are really technical, the guys who can flip yeah. and do all that shit. There are the fucking bodybuilders where it's like, I'm just in really good shape. And, you know, like fucking uh, Brock Lesnar. Exactly. But so, then there's the entertainers, the guys who fucking the get guys it. that get you in because. But also, he was great in the ring. Yeah. yeah, like he was great. Like he only had bad matches with people that were too demanding, such as Goldberg. When he fought Cena, I know it was like a kayfabe like match. It was the Firefly Funhouse match, which was really weird. But it was great because they made fun of it. It was so tongue in cheek. It was ridiculous. Nice. But um, but yeah, him and Cena had some great. And then him and his feud with fucking Randy Orton. And yep. then they became tag team champions. They be like teamed up. Okay. That was great. And Randy Orton does not like Randy Orton doesn't have bad matches. Let's just be honest. Like he doesn't. He can have mediocre matches, but never does he have a stinker. You know, even when he's working with Jinderman Hall, and that was probably some of his worst work, in my opinion. <laughs> well, because Jinder is like he's a spectacle. He's not really a great wrestler. Hence why you don't see him on TV very mm -hmm. much. I didn't like Randy Orton until he became the Viper. So anyway, that was the Firefly Funhouse version. That was right be uh, uh, before what we saw. And then he would become the Fiend, and it was kind of cool. So I'll show you what the, the Fiend was. I was obsessed with this. We, I was working at Guitar Center. Dude. Yeah. I had all the Fiend shirts. Like ev every piece. I remember. Of, yeah. yeah. Oh, Finn Balor. It's all I need. Yeah. Finn Balor. My wife likes his cunt. Hmm. Oh, Looking at those very, very tight trunks. The only the cool thing about Balor, it's surprisingly, kind of flat. Uh, well, you know, he, oh, you're looking at the back. he is a fan of rainbow flags, but he also started the Bullet Club, so I can't really be mad at him. He started the Bullet Club. Yeah, when he was Prince Devitt. Dude, don't even start with me in wrestling. This is supposed to be a, a horror movie show, but one of the reasons why I bring all this stuff up is because. Wyatt would have went into making movies like he was like always on the subject of people like or not always but like that you know about but like in dirt sheets that's like you know wrestling behind the scenes movie yeah yeah they always talked about him wanting to go do movies okay I would love to see him do horror movies that's what he wanted to do yes he does I mean because look this is a horror movie like this guy's going to murder. He did, too. I think this match only lasted like two or three minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah, he got fucked up. That's why they did that shot with the halo. He looked like Jesus. Exactly. Wrestling's smart when they do this kind of shit. I'm going to get a beer. All right. Wasn't Finn Balor the demon? Yes. But not here. No, no, she gave that up. 75 cent bonus wings from pizza. Yeah. You don't get asked. Oh, Fuck you. Sweet Caroline. I don't know what happened. Good cover, man. How dare they sneak in the ad at 45 yeah, seconds? Yeah, ridiculous. This is everything about a horror movie, just in front of people. 
This is how I got David into wrestling. He didn't even want to do a fan, be a fan. I showed him this, and he goes, okay, I might be back in. Dude, he comes out with his severed head. How cool is that? And it's his own, by the way. Ah, nice. That's creepy. Like, Freddy and Jason ain't got shit on the theme. I feel like this music was written by Devin Townsend. It was written by a uh, a band called Agent Orange. Oh, I know them. Okay. Yeah, they did all of his music. Oh, wow. Okay. Even the intro we heard earlier. Yeah, they're good. Look at that. Look at the love and admiration that he gets. For a serial killer out of a horror movie. Straight up. And people love him. He beats the shit out of people and people cheer. They're like, yeah, kill him. <laughs> Literally kill him. <laughs> One of his finishing moves is it looked like he snapped your neck. Ah. Like, it was brutal. It's so weird, because you know what he is? He's the boogeyman, but he does it well. Boogeyman, He's the okay, boogeyman and Undertaker, but good. Yeah. I mean, not that Undertaker's not bad. Undertaker's great. Now imagine this, you know nothing of wrestling, and your friend drags you to a show, or you're just flipping through, and you're like, oh, what is this movie? I've never seen this before. Yeah. I didn't know the Insane Clown Posse wrestled. Oh, they did. <laughs> they actually did. They wrestled in... They wrestled in a couple of Get things, NFL dude. Sunday Caroline. Oh, for the, From now on, that's our song when there's an ad. Sweet Caroline? <laughs> yes, it's gotta be. So shit, man. Um, any favorite matches to throw out there? I'd say the whole John Cena feud for me, the whole Randy Orton feud. If you just type in John Cena, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, there was there was a lot of feuds that with him just kept reoccurring because people liked working with him at the very top. They're like, I want to work with Bray some more. Nice. So he kind of had his pick of the litter of uh yeah, and look, he wrestles in that goddamn jacket and just tears him up. But we're not here to watch wrestling. We're just here to talk about the man. But, dude, look at that. Kind of a thing that was really big during the time when I was watching, which was um, right after The Shield fell. Um, oh, that's when I started watching again. Yeah. Yeah. So I started watching around then, and what was really big was those three-man tag matches. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, faction matches. Yeah. Yeah. So, honestly, him and the family... Versus, versus the New Shield. Day? Oh, versus New Day. That was oh, great. Yeah. 
I fantasy booked that so many times, and then they actually ended up doing it, which is hilarious because I I think my phone like is hooked up to Vince McMahon's brain. Because I was like, <laughs> no, because I said, what about if they kidnap one of the members of the New Day and draw them into the Wyatt compound, and then they did it, like or like six months later, and I'm like, god damn it. Yeah. No, I. I loved the, the Wyatt family. The last thing I saw was like Braun Strowman getting brought in. Yeah, but like Eric Rowan was great. He was Luke underappreciated. Was great. He uh, again underappreciated. Yeah. Speaking about uh, the family and last thing you've seen, um, I we're already thirty minutes in. This is just going to be like a ten minute message episode, but I uh, mean, shit, he deserves it. He does. Gave me hours of entertainment. Took tons of my money on merchandise. <laughs> And uh, it sucks. I like he's one of the wrestlers I always wanted to meet, and never got to. I have met in a few wrestlers, not as much as I'd like to say. The biggest dick, by the way, is Honky Tonk Man. After Virgil, Virgil's the biggest piece of shit you ever saw. I have no idea who either of those people Virgil, are. Virgil, so I'm not missing out. Actually, Virgil, get this, was a uh, African American gentleman who was Ted DiBiase's manservant. That's that's a weird, that just sounds okay. terrible. Yeah, it sounds like an awful. That sounds absolutely terrible. It happened. So the only way he's got a career is if he played a manservant. Wow. If I was Ted DiBiase's manservant, I'd be a fucking asshole too. I, he gets a pass now. Well, he did join the uh, NWO, but no one cared. They're like, "Fuck you, Virgil." <laughs> and everyone to say Virgil's a wiener. <laughs> that was like oh. a clap, clap. He was though. He sucked at wrestling. He was. He just had a really good look. You know? Oh, okay. No, I mean. I, I like Bray Wyatt. I like what he did. He was never like one of my favorites, but my favorites were always like the you know the scary types. I like Kane. I like yeah. Sting. And you like the heels, yeah. The, and he fit in with the that. mean, the, not the the goofy heels like like say Ric Flair. Even though Ric Flair's great, but he's no. not scary or intimidating because he just goes, "No, don't hit me, don't," hit me, and then hits you in the balls. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas like, it was never Ric Flair. Like that. I would love to meet the man Bray Wyatt or love to, but when um. Like, if he had his Fiend gear on, I wouldn't want to talk to him. I'd just go, like, i just have my phone and do this. I'd be like, I don't really want to talk to you, dude, because, like, I, you're in your zone. Like, he'd get into a zone where, yeah, you know, where um he'd be injured and wrestle through it kind of shit. Right. Well, he's just, he's the character. Yeah. When he's in character, he is in, that's why he would have been perfect for movies. So, uh, we don't. I mean, that's honestly one thing I really loved about Mankind. Mm. Yes. It's like, when he was in character... He, that was it. Have a nice day. So that's why I'm comparing him to him because I'm seeing the three faces of of Wyndham. Yeah. As you saw, like him being genuine, coming out to shatter. You saw him being the Firefly Funhouse guy. Him right. being the fiend. And I want to end on this because you could see Cena looks like holy shit. Like I am under Bray. So this is our last clip. I always show people when they're like. Oh, you know, Bray sucks, or this or that, or he's never good, or like, oh, he just babbles on about interviews. And this is usually rare, you know, or if I'm I'm going, dude, Bray Wyatt's the best. I usually show him this video. So thank you all for listening to our special message out there to uh, one, um, Wyndham Rotunda. We wish his family well. And uh, JoJo, um, that really sucks for you too. Um, luckily, she's been gone. So I think that's another reason why she's, she like, she's been gone. They also did something weird where on 2K, um, the, the newest wrestling game, they had him as a downloadable character like a week ago. Oh. And then they were, they, a lot of people speculated it was going to be him and Randy Orton as a farewell match. Like they were both going to leave. Yeah. Like, like it was going to be their like bow out, you know, kind of match. And um, there was all the speculation. They re released his music. 
like like a couple of days ago, like and okay. they've been doing all this stuff, and we were wondering there was going to be a big comeback, and then nope, this, and then this, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, we we have no details, and um, you know, I mean, Google it yourself. Like we're not going to give like updates on this. It just we want. I felt like doing a tribute, and uh, Rob was like. Like text me on my way home, dude. Brit. I'm like, I know, I know. We'll talk about it. That's why I didn't want to bring it up to you. Yeah. Because I found out around like three o'clock. But okay, so we're gonna leave you with my favorite promo, and it is visual, but it doesn't need to be visual. This is uh, Bray Wyatt's feud with John Cena, where John Cena actually gets so creeped out, like you could see he's like, "What the fuck?" Anyway, um, thank you, Bray. Thank, thank you, Bray. Bray. Thank you, Bray. Thank you, Bray. A guy like Bray Wyatt, it won't be long before it's Bray Wyatt versus the world. And at that point, the world's not going to have a chance. See? Yeah.
Sweet Caroline. <laughs>